Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. We've got another wonderful show in store for you today. And we are, of course, uh, live streaming on uh, Facebook. You can always go to our Facebook channel page uh, facebook.com slash talking alternative to see the uh, facebook video um uh my guest uh, today unfortunately is not in studio he's on the phone so that means you get to look at me all hour long aren't you lucky oh boy um before i get started just a couple of reminders uh tonight uh, november 3rd uh, I am doing a, uh, a, a kind of a group meditation healing event here at the Wellness Center at Double Diamond Wellness on 72nd Street. Um, I've posted it in our meetup group, so you can go to meetup.com slash um, uh, conscious-biz-collective or just Google or just search for Conscious Business Collective on meetup.com and you can uh, see all the details about it. Of course, it's always in our newsletter and uh, on Eventbrite. Um, so I hope uh, if anybody's around and would like to come out, tonight's uh, topic is all about relationships and clearing our energetic bonds with relationships. So uh, starting at six o'clock this evening. And of course, those who uh, know our monthly meeting for the Conscious Business Collective, this month's meeting will be on the 17th at 6.45 as usual. Uh, I don't think I posted it yet. I have to uh, post uh, this month's meeting on the meetup group, but please go to the meetup group um, and uh, you'll find out all about it. Okay, enough for our uh, housekeeping. Let's uh, start off with our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. Yes, I know you've been waiting all week long. Let's see what the universe and Abraham have in store for us this day. First from the universe. However long it's been taking, however difficult it seemed, or however lonely you've become, remember you live in a dream world where literally tomorrow everything can radically change for the better, especially when you've been visualizing Love, love the universe. (laughs) We love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, reminding us how important visualization is. And, you know, that no matter what the condition is today, no matter what things are like right now, everything can change. Everything can change. It can change in an instant. It can change overnight. It can change in a day, a month, a year. And in fact, it is. It always is changing. So... Never worry about, you know, how things are right here, right now. Let's focus on what is it that we want? What do we want to create? How do we want things to be? And let's put our energy into manifesting that and bringing that into the world. Thank you, universe. Love these reminders. Okay, let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. You are the owner of all that you perceive. But you can't perceive apart from your vibration. Feel your way, little by little, into a greater sense of abundance by looking for the treasures that the universe is offering you on a day-to-day basis. Abraham. (laughs) See, Abraham even gives a nod to the universe. A very interesting quote today. You are the owner of all that you perceive, but you can't perceive apart from your vibration. So, again, this is sort of the essential of the law of attraction. Everything comes from our vibration, our energy, our frequency, from how we feel. And that, you know, we truly do create everything in our world, right? But we create from our feeling, our vibration, how we feel about ourselves, what we think about ourselves, the state we're in. So we're responsible for what we create. And if we happen not to like so much what we're creating, wonderful. We have an opportunity to change it. But we change it little by little by changing how we feel, by changing our energy, by changing our 
our perspective, which shifts all kinds of neurons in our neural network. And that when we shift and change, again, I'm a big believer in baby steps. When we shift and change little by little by little, what might seem like a tiny change today and tomorrow and next week and next month can be a tremendous change by the end of the year. So don't discount the baby steps. The baby steps are so, so important. And with baby steps, we've moved mountains. With baby steps, we change the world. With baby steps, your life you will wake up one day and your life will just seem amazing little by little but let's start by feeling our way into that greater sense of clarity that greater sense of accomplishment that greater sense of prosperity of flow ah feel the flow if you can feel the flow in just little ways oh You'll feel the flow in big ways before too long. I guarantee it. So, two wonderful quotes from the universe and from Abraham. I love these quotes. And they're actually really, really good for, you know, who we're going to bring on the show today. And listen, I want to be, give a, a shout out to my friend Laura. I see she's on the Facebook live stream. Please, uh, if anybody is catching us on the Facebook live stream, remember you can always ask uh, questions during the show on the Facebook live stream by just typing in the comments. And you know what? Even if you do it after the show is over and you're watching the replay of the Facebook live stream, I'll still answer your comments. I promise. So it is my big pleasure to welcome James Wober, who is the co-founder and director of The Art of Heartful Living, an international leadership and personal development training institute that empowers thought leaders and entrepreneurs to fully bring their brilliance and gifts out in service to the world. For over two decades, James has trained and consulted thousands of leaders to step boldly into their heart's deepest desires and generate positive change in their lives, their organizations, and communities. As well, he is also a family and systemic constellations facilitator and a fellow energy healer like myself, which, of course, gives him a very near and dear place in my heart. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, James. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's wonderful to have you. Uh, it, it's uh, a pity you're not here in studio with me, but I understand like the commute from California does take a little bit of time to New York, so uh, we'll just have to do this on the phone. Yes, it takes a little bit longer, so uh, great to join you from San Diego. Yes, yes, wonderful to have you. How's the weather there? Uh, it's actually been gorgeous. We've been having, uh, it feels like summer again, so... Uh, the, the weather seems to be confused, but we're enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually today in New York City, they say it's going to go up to like 74 degrees. So, yeah, we have a little bit of oh, that great. Indian summer going on here. It's nice. Uh, of course, then the rain will come through and then it'll drop 20 degrees. But we're enjoying the moment <laughs> as we have it. Right. Enjoy it while it's there. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. James, let's start off. Let's let's give our audience a little bit of background on you. Um, I'm curious, how does one get to become a, uh, a heartful living expert? I mean, like when you were a little kid, uh, did you did you run around uh, and tell your mom, like, Mom, I, I want to live from my heart and help everybody else to do the same? Did she look at you kind of cross-eyed and say, James, I think you better rethink that strategy? <laughs> Well, it's interesting, actually, uh, interesting that you bring up my mom, because that's actually who I trained with originally oh, wow. uh, with the energy healing work. <laughs> uh, so I kind of had a different childhood in that way, uh, where uh. I was exposed to the work in different spiritual practices quite early, um, around age 13. But, oh, but I, I started on my path in earnest, uh, really, when I went through some, some of my own uh, crises in life. Uh, I was doing more multimedia producing mm -hmm. and writing uh, different projects, right. and had some health problems, uh, challenges with my work. Uh, everything seemed to hit, as once, hit at once, and, and I just mm -hmm. decided I need to find a different way of doing life. And mm -hmm. uh, so I, I had already been doing a lot of the spiritual exploration, had trained in energy mm -hmm. healing work, wow. and uh, I loved it. I thought, this is what I love doing. 
uh, I love being able to impact people in that way. Right. Um, maybe I can start doing more teaching and, and really make a go of it uh, with a career in this. And that was, uh, I'd already been doing teaching, but that was around 17 years ago. Oh, wow. uh, so since then, I've just uh, been enjoying it more and more and started doing more of the leadership training and working with, with groups and entrepreneurs and thought leaders. Uh, which is really where my passion is. Wonderful, wonderful. So I'm so I'm curious. Then, did you like not have the typical like teenage rebellion against your parents, uh, like most of us have? Like, you, you, your your mom sounds really cool, and you were exposed to the stuff at a very early age, which many of us ha- weren't. Um, but was there any time where you felt like, oh, you know, I, I need my own identity, and like, oh, this is all crazy stuff, and my mom's a uh, a crazy hippie or what? <laughs> uh, absolutely, actually. Uh, uh, I think we have to rebel against something, right? Right. Um, so for me, it was very much rebelling against uh, what I saw as being this kind of out there uh, thing. I, I believed in it. I'd experienced you know, some amazing results with the work. But I also didn't want to be like my mom. I, didn't want, mm-hmm. I wanted to have my own identity, like you said. And I really wanted to find a different way of doing things. So I, I actually started exploring more business. Um, uh, launched a, a startup company, uh, was doing more of work like that and trying to find my own path. Uh, I really circled back around to do more of what um, what I learned from my mom in the first place. So I think it was actually a very good thing. I think the rebelling process is a very good process. You know, it, right. it helps us find ourselves and find what's important for us. Um, but then we get to kind of pick up on the nuggets and the uh, and the lessons and the and the key gems that we get from our families that we maybe rejected a little bit when we're younger you know yeah. i think we all go through that i just went through it in a different way i guess ah, wow very cool very cool okay um i, I, I want to actually ask you a little bit more about sort of that health crisis but it, it's we're pretty close to taking our first break so why don't we take a break and when we come back i want to kind of talk about sort of that that crisis point um that kind of caused you to pivot in your life because you know sometimes people tend to think like oh you know oh that person's so spiritual they're not going to have any of those problems but that's not actually the case is it right right right. okay wonderful so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity we're talking this hour with james wober and we will be right back You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're here live every Thursday, noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time on TalkingAlternative.com, TalkRadio.nyc, and on our Facebook live stream. And today we have with us James Wober, who is the uh, co-founder and director of The Art of Heartful Living. So, so, James, in the first segment, you talked a little bit about how, you know, you had a, you were working really hard and that you had a bit of a health crisis that came about that really caused you to kind of circle around and revisit the things you had learned as a kid 
And, you know, that's something I think that's a really important to remember. Like, we've heard a lot of stories of people who started off in very typical, normal lives, and then they had some crisis, and that's kind of the catalyst that woke them up, and then they got onto a very spiritual or uh, conscious path. But that even if you uh, have a very sort of spiritual upbringing and you've been on the path, that it's not so unexpected to still come across and have some kind of a crisis like that, is it? Oh, I think you're absolutely right. Um, in fact, I, I think it's actually an incredible gift. I mean, in mm. hindsight, obviously, when we're going through it, uh, we don't feel like it's a gift. But right. I know for me, just going through the health crisis that I went through um, and, the, and the crisis just with work, uh, uh, it ended up putting me in a place where I really had to take a deeper look at myself right. and the way that I was showing up in life. Um, I had kind of gotten to the pattern of, of um, trying to perform and create things. Uh, I wanted to create a, a launch a business, for example, and that's, that's mm-hmm. when it all kind of came, to, came down on me um, when I was working on that. And I was just working, burning the candle at both ends, really stressing and noticing that I was hitting stress, but just pushing myself through it. Mm-hmm. So in other words, I, I really wasn't practicing any of the things that I had learned when I was right. younger. Right. Um, in a way, I was trying to, trying to be above it and, uh, and push myself beyond it. And so I, I really look back on that and other experiences like that, because I think we circle back around to those. I, right. I don't know if we ever get through to a place in life where we're not going through challenges. Right. Um, right. And, and I, for me, the main thing is just approaching that in different ways, uh, being much more gentle with myself, yeah. uh, really recognizing when I get into my old patterns, which I'll do, um, which we all do, and really showing up for myself in a different way. And when I when I work with clients, that's that's really what we come around to. It's mm. it's not about doing things perfectly. It's not about getting rid of all the things that we feel are are not working for us. It's developing a way of being in life, uh, really cultivating this way of being that that serves us much more, makes us makes, makes us uh, much more joyful, and and uh, and really find meaning in life in doing that. Um, right. So so for me, it's going through that process was a really important process. Wow, wow. Yeah, again, because we're human beings, right? We're not human doings, right? We're here to to, to learn to be, uh, not just work, 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 do, 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 do all day long. Otherwise, we're conveying to the the people we're working with that way of being. And so how much are we really serving them if we're coming from that place? Right. Exactly. Yes, I totally agree with you. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I'm curious when you when you had your 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 health and business crisis, was there one particular moment? Was there like some aha thing that got you to like turn around and focus back on what you had learned when you were younger? Was it a gradual process? How? What was it like when you kind of hit that? Sp- you know, as people tend to say, rock bottom, and 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 sort of, you know, turn it around and bring it back up. Yeah, I think I think for me the main thing was I remembered a, a Rumi poem that I had read before. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's what I remember flashing into my mind when I was laying on the ground uh. and just feeling my whole body burning and and exhausted and just feeling like I'd completely hit a wall. And I remember uh, thinking of this Rumi poem. Uh, which just says uh, many of your uh, you and many of your audience might might remember it, but there's a there's a um, some of this poetry that says let go let go let go let go let go let go, mm. <laughs> and uh, I thought you know that that always made sense to me, and yeah. I can't do anything else right now. Uh. I didn't feel like I could really uh, resource myself in other ways, so mm. I just kept on breathing into my body and just imagining just let go to it, just let go to it, James. Just feel what's coming through. Even as I'm speaking to it now, I can feel the emotions come up with it. Um, mm. It was just a dropping into, I felt like I was dropping into a hole, um, but there was a sense of everything was going to be all right as I started dropping into it more, and it started getting momentum. It started feeling less stuck, mm. and once I started feeling that, then I knew something uh, uh, clicked inside, and I knew that it was going to move through if I just stayed with it. Um, so it's kind of a simple thing, but I, but I remember that as being one of the key things that right. that was kind of the, a key turning point for me. Yeah, yeah, it's so interesting. It's like uh, last Friday night I went to see this uh, Indian meditation teacher uh, at Manamdi. And, and he was talking about, and we meditated together about, you know, this sort of stillness and how you find stillness when you meditate. And he says, it's not about making effort, it's about being effortless. 
It's just about mm-hmm. making space. And it's like if you try to do it, then the, the mind starts getting busy. But it's when you just allow it to be and sort of take it from that, you know, let go and make that effortlessness just what you're doing, just sitting there and being and being effortless, like that's how you get to that spot. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. So so what was the inspiration for the art of heartful living? Uh, I think it's it's exactly what we're talking about right now. It's it's the realization that uh, over over the years of uh, with doing different spiritual practices and doing energy healing work in particular, constellation work the same thing. I started that 13 years ago, mm-hmm. and the same basic principles apply. Um, I was just finding that that trying to do it did not work well. And right. in fact, when I when I went into that mode, or when students went into that mode, it actually stopped the flow of energy. Uh, and there's a, there's a way of being that we get to cultivate inside of ourselves that's very heartful, very centered, very present, very connected. And so uh, when we were talking about that, we were we were thinking, well, that that's really the art of heartful living. It's when you open mm-hmm. the heart, you open to the flow. You become more centered. Right. It connects you with with one another uh, in life. So really opening the heart feels like a very important piece, a central piece in opening to that flow that we're talking about, right. uh, being willing to let go. Uh, it reminds me of another poem of, of Rumi where he talks about uh, just allowing your heart to break um, mm. so that it can open you to yourself. And, and right. it, the heart will break over and over and over again until we allow it to stay open. Right. And I think that's the process of life. And, and our healing work, our constellation work, our living becomes much more connected in alignment and flow when we allow ourselves to drop into that state. Right. So really, that's, that's what the program is about, the cool. art of heartful living. Cool, cool. And, and I'm curious, like you, you've now sort of focusing on, on leadership and entrepreneurs. I mean, this is not something commonly talked about in the business world. And this is something that, you know, we don't normally see yet at least me personally, I'm starting to see this more and more over the last few years. Uh, when you first got started, did you find it very difficult to get people to listen to your message, or were people fairly open to it already? It, it depends on the group, because uh, already uh, we, we had a, a body of students that were interested in the leadership program. Uh, okay. So ob- obviously with those people, they were ready to jump in. Right. Uh, but I've definitely found when I work with more traditional groups, organizations, businesses, um, I have to change the wording quite a bit. Mm. Um, when, I, when I use the wording more of uh, just being present with yourself, feeling your body, mm. allowing yourself to feel your emotions and everything that's showing up there, uh, different languaging that doesn't necessarily go into the languaging of chakras and energy healing work <laughs> and, and uh, constellation work, which yeah. tends to be things that... Um, oftentimes can cause people to put up walls just because they don't know what it is. Right. I've definitely found that, um, that I need to find another way in. And yeah. I've found that mostly through the body is one of the, one of the key ways. Because oh, we all have okay. bodies, we all feel, and right. we can recognize in our system when we're shutting off to ourselves, uh, when we're not breathing, when we're not right. feeling our bodies and grounding. All the energetic dynamics show up in the body. Right. And so just, just using the body as, as a as a springboard for talking about the work and helping people explore it. Uh, I found that really opens the door with these other groups. And then once they start feeling that, uh, oftentimes we'll do some very, very basic energy healing exercises, but I won't call it energy healing exercises. (laughs) And then afterwards I ask them to describe what they're feeling, and they describe the energy. They describe Uh, feeling of taffy in their hands, um, a feeling of a buzz or a warmth, a feeling of more awareness and connection with other people. All the things that we feel, as you know, uh, when we're doing energy healing work. Um, so just just finding different ways in and different ways of talking about it um, that, that are more accessible for other people. Oh, wow, wonderful, wonderful. Do, do you ever get any of the diehard skeptics in your groups who just like no matter what you say, what you do, they just ain't feeling it, ain't going there, ain't, ain't, ain't agreeing with you? Yes, um, fortunately not as much as 
as I might if I were to jump into groups that that weren't available to that yeah. in the first place. Yeah. Um, cool. I found even with the corporations, uh, organizations that I work with, mm-hmm. they usually have an in through someone who's done the work, mm-hmm. and they have some, even if they use very different languaging, there's some opening to it. But I certainly have had some people who've just said, nope, don't believe it. And my my, my uh, response to that is great. Follow what feels right to you. <laughs> um, I can just suggest maybe be open to the possibility that you can feel different things in your body and that might reflect the way that you're showing up, the way that you're responding to different patterns in your life. And that might be having a big influence on what you're experiencing with your bottom line, with your teams, and so forth. Um, you might have a different way of describing it, but but just be open to it. And if it doesn't feel right for you, then great, find what feels right for you. Yeah. And I find that that tends to disarm people a little bit, yeah. and they tend to be a little bit more open. But like you said, sometimes people still uh, won't won't be open to the work uh, even then, and that I just uh, accept that that's fine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. No, of course, of course. But it's great that you have so many people that at least are open to the work. I, I, I'm curious when you do a, a training or you do, you know, some group work. Uh, what do you find are usually the 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 things that the audience is looking to get out of it? Like, why are people showing up? Uh, I think usually because they're looking for more meaning in their lives. You know, when it really uh-huh. comes down to it, some of them want to learn the energy healing techniques and okay. use that in their practice or business or whatever, the communication techniques, the leadership skills and things like that. But really, the common thread with all of them is that they're really looking for more meaning. They're, they're finding that in different ways in their life. They might have achieved a certain amount of success. Uh, they might even have uh, their relationship working in certain ways. Hmm. But, but when, they, when they're, they're, they're hitting their own wall, um, they're hitting their own ways in their life where um, they're not, they're not, they're feeling like there could be something more, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's uh, I find that that almost everybody, if not everybody, is really looking for that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what we do in the in the trainings and the classwork really comes back around to helping people find how their own soul, uh, how mm-hmm. their own system is speaking to them, mm-hmm. uh, is reflecting back to them what. Um, what really serves them, what excites them, what brings them passion, what opens them in their lives, and what are the dynamics and ways of being, the old patterns that are creating the problems, creating the deadening of their systems, um, making it so they're shut off to themselves and to other people and things like that. And when we focus on that, people really get what they want because they're really looking to make the changes on that deeper level in that way. Right, right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Kind of a... um uh, you know, coming to find their passion and purpose and then uh, sort of leaving with the things that help them to, to live a more heart-centered life, it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. That's a great way of saying it. Wonderful. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, it's time for us to take another quick break. Um, when we come back, let's maybe, you know, talk about what are those, some of those tools or what are some of those practices that maybe you can share with our audience, uh, some simple things that might help them uh, with what they're dealing with today. Okay. That sounds great. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest is James Wober, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. A couple of more viewers on our Facebook live stream. Welcome, Brian. Welcome, Crystal. Uh, always great to see you guys tuning in. Okay, uh, James, uh, let's say I'm a customer. I'm a client. I'm coming to you. I'm working really hard. Things are really busy. I'm, I'm not sure. It just uh, Things just don't seem to be quite going exactly the way I would like you know how how do you work with me how do we do something what do you what can you offer me that can help me to get through my days in a better way great um, there's so many tools that that energy healing work and systemic constellation work provide but but usually when someone first comes in uh, I really help them connect with their body like we were talking mm -hmm. about before mm -hmm. so, so really having them breathe down and, and even, I mean, your audience can even do that as we, as we talk through it, but right. um, really breathing down into the body, becoming mm -hmm. aware of that core channel from the top of the head down through between the legs and down the legs, mm -hmm. and just noticing what they feel mm -hmm. when they breathe in and connect with that part of their body. Mm -hmm. And usually what people will feel, they'll start becoming aware of where they're feeling and where they're not feeling. Uh, oftentimes people are holding their breath or, or people are the response that I'll get with people is that I don't feel anything. I, you know, I yes. feel kind of numbed out, which is a great, a great thing to know, right. a great right. place to start. Right. Um, so just breathing down and connecting with your body and noticing where you feel sensation and where you don't feel sensation and, uh, and noticing the emotional uh, dynamics that you feel there as well. Mm -hmm. um, that's one thing. The other thing that I very often do, I do it with uh, individuals coming in, and I also do it with groups and trainings when I'm working with a larger, larger group of people, mm -hmm. is we do something called creating an energetic container, mm -hmm. energetic terms. Yes. And, and basically, yes, as you know, <laughs> and, uh, and basically what we're doing when we're doing that is we're just creating a different internal state of being. And there's some very basic things that I like to do as part of that okay. and again it's what we just did with breathing down and connecting with the body right. but it's also adding a couple key things so one is really becoming aware of our connection with earth so it's it's uh, resourcing ourselves through connection with grounding okay the other piece is just asking them to connect allow their the top of their head their forehead front and back to relax open take a deep breath and really feel that area of their body relax and open mm -hmm. and connect with higher power whatever that is for them spirit mm -hmm. higher consciousness that that higher part that's guiding us through life mm -hmm. and breathe that into every cell of the body mm -hmm. and then as part of the constellation work with the family work that i do i also like to add feeling like there's a flow like a river of life coming from behind us which is how life was passed down to us. So imagining our family stand out behind us and really bringing the strength and love that's been brought to us in our life mm. from our families and handing back the issues that are there mm. and bringing that into every cell. And then finally, having all of those energies come together in the center of the heart, oftentimes considered the, the seat of the soul, mm. and really feeling those energies supporting our journey forward. As our soul moves forward in life and really guides us on our path, okay. so I do that in different ways and oftentimes do a longer version. But those basic elements really tend to get people in a much more centered place—that art of heartful living that we were talking about—and right. everything goes better, better from there. Uh, they drop into their issues faster. A group works better together. It's a great way of starting things. Right, right, right. And and we've made reference to, and we really should, should do it justice, family constellations and, and systemic constellation. I know some of my listeners may have heard of family constellations. Um, uh, so maybe you can just very, very briefly talk about that and maybe talk a little bit about systemic constellations because that, that, I think, is probably a little less familiar to most people. Right, right. Uh, in, in a nutshell... The, the, the basic thing that you're doing with family constellation work is you're working with old family patterns and how those are impacting everything in our life, our relationships, how we're stepping forward with our work, right. how we feel about ourselves, and so forth. So it's a way of working with that where you set up representations for different elements in our family, like mother, father, right. and ourselves. And that can be done and oftentimes is done by having actual people, representatives, step in 
And it looks like role playing, but it actually goes much deeper than that. Right. And what shows up are the deeper patterns that are there and what creates more healing and wholeness within that system. So that's family constellation work. Right. Uh, with systemic constellation work, it's actually very, very similar. It's just you're working with lots of different types of systems. So you can work with uh, communities. You can work with organizations, businesses. Uh, you can work with different aspects of yourself, like archetype, mm. archetypal parts of our, ourselves. Okay. Um, you can set up your soul and yourself and see what the relationship is there. Mm -hmm. And basically, with all of those, we're seeing what is creating the dysfunction and the dynamics that aren't working for us as much, mm -hmm. and what creates more flow, more balance, more inclusion, um, more, more productivity, um, and more well-being within those systems. So it's just kind of a larger subset of the family constellation work. Gotcha, gotcha. And is that the kind of the work you do when you go into organizations, businesses? Uh, I actually do all of it. Um, oh, there's okay. a There's a mixture of work, and some of it is more communication skills, leadership skills. Um, shift it a little bit so people are uh, working and creating change from the inside out, mm -hmm. and then noticing how does that parlay into how they work with their teams, right. uh, the communication with the client, and so forth. Um, but really starting from inside, what are, the, what are the patterns inside, and how is that influencing all those things in our lives? Um, so, but, but there's a lot of working with, in different forms, constellation work and the energetic work as well. Right, right, right. So it's it's basically learning, uh, teaching the person to learn to be more aware of their, more conscious of their own patterns, their their energy around how they feel about people and family, and then how that sort of influences them when they show up in a group dynamic. That's exactly right. right. Uh, as you know, the, the when we have a block in our system, it's a reflection of us pulling away our awareness from that part of our physical body, our emotions, uh, the thoughts around that. And so when people go out in the world and work in a business setting, they're carrying those patterns with them. And so if we, if we numb ourselves out or disconnect from that, we're really not aware of what we're doing in that area of our life. Right. So we can wreak all kinds of havoc right. in our lives yes. um, in those areas and really be blind to what we're doing. So a lot of what we're doing in the trainings is really turning on the lights and helping people connect with what are the patterns, how are those playing out, and how can they respond in different ways, first with themselves and then with other people, so they can make really powerful changes in their lives. Right, right. Now, now you have a particular sort of focus on, on leaders and leadership. How is this, even, this practice even more important for people in leadership roles? Yeah, I think, I think because people who are in leadership roles are influencing a lot of people. So everybody is important and it's valuable for everybody to go through the work. Uh, but I think we have a special responsibility as leaders. We have a special responsibility as people who step into roles, whether it's as parents or whether it's roles in our community or roles within a business setting, we're influencing a lot of other people. So if we make a shift inside of ourselves, then we're making, helping create that impact for a larger subset of people, a larger group mm -hmm. of people. So that, that's actually one of the reasons that I love doing the leadership trainings because the work that, that I do then impacts more people and, yeah. uh, and you can really see people get it inside their bodies and then start practicing that in their own settings. And, uh, and it's wonderful to get feedback, for example, from a parent or from a, a business owner where they're getting feedback from their clients or their, or, or, you know, or their children uh, that are, you know, saying, wow, you're showing up in a very different way. Thanks for the changes and, and so forth. Uh, that's really rewarding for me yeah, when, the, when we get that. The, the, that actually was, was kind of leads to my next question, which is, you know, after you've worked with somebody, like, how are they showing up differently? What what sort of changes do you usually see in people that, that get reflected out that people notice right away? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think a lot of things and it depends on the person I'm working with. Okay. Probably the most, the most common dynamic is um, the reflection that they get is they're just seeing things that they weren't seeing before. Okay. Um, things that maybe for their friends or for their coworkers or for their employees might be pretty obvious things, uh, but for them, they weren't seeing it. So you know, again, that process of turning on the lights, I get a lot mm. of uh, clients saying, 
wow, I'm, I'm noticing big differences in what I'm recognizing. I'm noticing myself uh, going into the pattern. Maybe I didn't stop it this time, but I'm noticing it, and I'm feeling excited about just recognizing the patterns and how they're impacting my life. And, and also seeing, like, there's a sense of hope that opens up with that as well. You know, a feeling of, ah, I can see the possibility of changing this right. and then opening to, to, uh, to some more beautiful things in my life. And so that's kind of like the early stages of what I, what I notice people saying. And then later on, you know, it's, it's beautiful getting an experience where people have a, have a huge opening in their body where they start feeling their heart more mm-hmm. and they really feel a sense of love for themselves and for other people mm-hmm. um, that transcends what they've experienced before. You know, especially experiencing that with someone who's used to a business setting and uh, having that kind of revolutionize the way that they show up. Um, is, is really amazing to see. I, lo- I love experiencing that as well. So it's really getting people to first just sort of develop that sense of self-awareness and, and, and that, that really being much more conscious about like how they're showing up, the patterns, everything, and then deepening into a real heartfelt, uh, uh, heart-opened sort of way of being and showing up in the world. Yes, yes. And, and in a way, I'm doing the, the better that I'm doing my job, mm. uh, the, the less I feel like I'm doing. The more that ah. the, uh, the empowerment is happening for the clients that I'm working with, uh, they're, like you're saying, they're doing the exploring. They're right. recognizing that they have the power to step in and, and recognize the pattern and make the shift. And so my job becomes easier and easier as as the process goes along and then mm. you know it's it's really about holding space holding that container yeah. and reflecting back to them the patterns and what's going on but but more and more i i, I recognize that that my job is much less about um making any change or, or really uh, um taking anything away or making anything different i'm just reflecting back to them and holding space for them as they make the changes and that's when i'm doing my job best Right, right. So it's like you you are interfering the least and really just providing that safe space that they feel safe enough to sort of explore and 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 be present to and and touch upon those areas that they normally will ignore or hide away from. Yeah, it's amazing how just that will create huge healing just, just in having space held for right. us. Yes. And really open people. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last break of the show. Gee, things really fly when you're having fun. Okay, James, when we come back, let's talk a little bit about the whys. Like, why should people do this work and, and how do we see it impacting the, their lives and the world? Okay. Great question. Okay, great. All right, wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Alternative.com 
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, uh, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour has been James Wober, the co-founder and director of The Art of Heartful Living. So, James, we've talked a lot about the, this, this kind of energy work, the constellation work, working with people. Why is it important for us to be doing this kind of work? The, the, I think it goes back to what we were talking about before with, with really finding meaning in life. Yeah. Uh, so often when you hear people talk about uh, what's worthwhile in life, what's important for them, especially people who are looking back on their lives, uh, someone who's on their deathbed or someone who um, who's, you know, has achieved some, year, some years in their lives, uh, when, when they really look back on things, a lot of the things that we typically think are important uh, the money, the fame, the uh, achieving a certain status in life are not the things that are really important. Mm -hmm. The things that are really important are relationships, are yeah. how much of an impact have we had on the world. Um, were we able to really fully bring ourselves out in a way that uh, challenged ourselves maybe mm -hmm. and, uh, and had, a, had an impact on the world so that we made the world a better, a better place uh, by being there. And so I think that a, a lot of uh, a main reason for me for doing the work. Part of it is, uh, you know, if you work with a business um, and you improve your communication skills and your awareness of your patterns, you're going to improve your bottom line. You're going to make your business better. Uh, you're going to make your organizations better. You're going to make uh, things run more smoothly with your families. But, but ultimately, what we're really doing with one another is, is really connecting, finding meaning. And I think that in doing practices like this, uh, and going through trainings like my training and, and uh, doing uh, consulting in private sessions, it really connects you with your own voice of what creates this, uh, this deeper sense of purpose and meaning, what has value, mm -hmm. connection with life, connection with our own soul and our mm -hmm. own heart. And for me, that's probably the main reason, even though it benefits us in all these other ways, um, the main thing that it, that it brings us is it, it connects us, it puts us in a state of love with one another. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so what is your vision for this work? What do you see? Uh, you know, like how do you know you you you've achieved your your vision or dream five, ten, fifteen years from now? What will things look like? Uh, great question. I've been thinking a lot about that. Um, I, I love working with leaders, and more and more, I've been working with um, again, like we said before, uh, working with people who impact a lot of other people. Right. One of the areas where you experience that a lot are young people who are really on fire uh, with mm. creating uh, beneficial things in the world. So I right. really like working with the whole gamut, but working with kids and doing more uh, programs, by kids I mean uh, teens and in early 20s as well, when people already have done some work for themselves right. and uh, are looking to take the next step by helping people on, at that level before they've developed a lot of the different you know, layers of baggage that a lot of a lot of us have put on, um, uh, really supporting them so that when they're bringing out their gifts out into the world, uh, they're having a huge impact. Uh, mm. For me, that's where I'd like to go with things. Right, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, just out of curiosity, does all this work done in person? Is any of it virtual? Uh, actually, quite a bit of it is virtual. I oh, do uh, cool. I do sessions via Skype or Zoom. Okay. So when I work with people, the you know sometimes it's in person, but I and, and I travel to different places to do workshops and trainings. Um, but with a lot of clients, especially clients who I worked with when I traveled to a city, um, they'll want to continue working. So I'll set up mm -hmm. Skype sessions, Zoom sessions, and go through the process with them. Right. Can, can you give us maybe an example of a dramatic change you've seen in a client from like when you started working with them until, you know, some point further down in the process? Yeah, um, I, I'll actually uh, share a recent example of that. Okay, cool. um, I was working with a very young man um, who's very, very gifted, has all kinds of things to offer, and, and wants to bring out his gifts into the world, wants to start a business. Right. And uh, he, every time he was running up against it, he would find himself procrastinating and not being able to step forward with the ideas, mm -hmm. even though as, on a very technical level, he's really got it together. He's very able to do all the work, gotcha. um, but was finding himself not being able to do that. And uh, in the process of working together, um, I, I, I take clients through an intake process. Mm -hmm. And then again, like, like I was mentioning, really helping them become aware of the patterns 
and how those patterns are showing up in their lives. Mm -hmm. And what kept on surfacing more and more was his relationship with his father, and it was just influencing everything. Oh. Um, his father left him when he was very, very young and didn't, didn't you know, express that he didn't have an interest in connecting with him later on in life. Mm -hmm. So he felt a tremendous rejection from that oh. dynamic. And so for him, uh, it was really a matter of, um, you know, oftentimes, even with a lot of uh, spiritual paths, there's, you know, break, break the bond, you know, move beyond it, uh, don't feel it. But the healing really came when he allowed himself to connect and feel everything that he felt with his father. Right. You know, the anger, the pain, right. and the love, the, the, the longing to really feel him and connect with him. Right. So we did a constellation as part of that, which really allows you to feel your body and feel viscerally that dynamic. And he had this opening where he connected and, and afterward was laughing and just saying, you know, I don't want the feeling to go away because he was, <laughs> he was feeling so good inside of his heart, uh, feeling an opening and a joy that he just hadn't experienced before. And what I reflected back to him is, you know, I was just holding space again. What he was really feeling is him taking the risk and opening his heart and allowing himself to just feel and connect with what was already there, connection with his father. And in going through that process, um, it really freed him up. And then he was feeling excited and really gung-ho. He had the energy to step forward into creating his business. So completely put him on his path for working on his business. But the sticking piece was with his father. Ah, gotcha. Something I can relate to, too. Yeah, so because it's like when we really open up to what we're truly feeling deep inside, even though we may think we're feeling anger or pain or sadness or depression, but actually when you get down to it on the deepest level, we're always feeling joy, aren't we? Yeah, I, exactly. And, and, and it seems like those different layers um, of, of uh, experience and emotion form themselves like an onion you know there's the, the work right. ends up being this very organic unfolding and the body knows how to heal itself so right. if you just give it the like we were discussing before uh, the right container the right environment and the right reflection back and, and some tools then it's amazing how the, the anger naturally will surface and after mm -hmm. the anger surfaces we might drop into grief and then really feel the grief. Mm -hmm. And after we go through the grief, like you were saying, we, we then can feel ourselves and we open to the natural feeling in the heart mm -hmm. that we have when we're flowing, when we're open, which is joy. Right, 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 right. Wonderful, wonderful. So, so tell me, James, wh what inspires you these days? It sounds like you've come pretty far. You, you, you've done a lot of work on yourself and in working with other people. What, what inspires you these days? Boy, a whole lot of things. <laughs> uh, I loved your reading of the, uh, of the quotes of Abraham in the beginning. Um, I like to read quotes in, in different books a lot. Ah. Um, I, I, I really like, I, I believe that we're all kind of doing this work together. There's a way that we're healing ourselves and healing the larger web of life together. And by healing, um, I mean not fixing anything, but just coming to wholeness. So for me, exposing myself to lots of different trainers and experiences with other people doing similar work, but from different angles, uh, for me, that's a very, very important thing to do. That feeds my soul and really brings me into a more centered place. Uh, right now, one of the things that I'm doing is I, um, I'm part of the Evolutionary Business Council, which you know about. Yes, yes. And there's just so many incredible member. people as part of that. Uh, really not just gifted, but very heartful people right. um, who have their intentions in the right place. Um, so uh, I get a lot of uh, soul food for myself. Yes. just in those connections with other people who are doing similar types of work in the world. Yes, my, my, my regular listeners know I've had many, many uh, members of the EBC come on my show uh, uh, over the last couple of years since I have became a member myself and have had Teresa on a couple of times. It's always wonderful to get her. Uh, who's great. Yeah, who's absolutely wonderful. Well, James, thank you so much. If, if people want to learn more about your work, get in touch with you, uh, how do they find you? Uh, yes, the best place to find me is uh, the website, mm -hmm. which is www.artofheartfulliving.com. So A-R-T-O-F-H-E-A-R-T-F-U-L-L-I-V-I-N-G.com. Okay. Uh, so that's my website. It has a list of you can sign up for sessions. I have a free 
15-minute consultation if people want to just try out the work and find out what it could do for them. Uh, and, uh, and just to speak to that, there's a, um, there's a, 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 a level one leadership program coming up uh, for people in San Diego okay. uh, coming up this weekend and also doing a training, a leadership training, a, a soul leader mastermind group mm-hmm. uh, with Candy Barone. Uh, in Austin coming up uh, the first uh, and second of December. Uh, ah. So those are two events that are coming up soon. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, James, it's, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on and uh, chat with us today. Uh, it was wonderful being here. Thank you very much, Sam. You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. James Wober, co-founder and director of The Art of Heartful Living. The website, again, is artofheartfulliving.com. Take care, James, and I hope uh, sometime you make it to New York City so we can get together face-to-face. Hey, I would love that. We'll make it happen. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. And uh, before I sign off, I just want to remind everybody that, yes, tonight uh, we're doing an energetic uh, meditation and clearing group session for those people here in New York City. Uh, um, Tonight's uh, session, uh, we did one a few weeks ago around chakra balancing and energy clearing in general. Uh, Tonight we're specifically focusing on relationships and our energetic clearing our energetic bonds uh with with relationships in our lives so uh it'll be a wonderful wonderful event if you would love to come uh we'd love to have you you can go to meetup.com um either the conscious business collective or new earth society those are the two groups that i i post my events in. you can find out all about it there and coming up on november 17th yes it's the third meeting for the conscious business collective i hope you will uh join us for that thank you all for listening don't forget tomorrow more great shows at noon and one o'clock uh on fridays on talking alternative and we will be back with you next week You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Mm-hmm. 
Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 